Hi, friends. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We love being encouraged to live out our faith in Jesus by hearing the stories of women in our church community. We are so glad that you're here. I am really excited for you to hear Pam Cook's story. She has an amazing ability to see and remember what God has done, particularly His provision. Yes, God provides physical things for us, but I love how Pam opened my eyes to other ways He provides, especially in ways I wouldn't expect. I truly think you will be encouraged by Camille and Pam's conversation. Hi, and welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here with me today, Pam. Me too. This is really fun. Fun opportunity. It's not every day you get to come and sit on a podcast. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless, listener, you have your own podcast, in which case, be sure to tell us all about it. But for the rest of us, we don't get to do this every day. So I'm excited for this opportunity. Thank you. If you don't know Pam, um, today is a chance that you get to know her a little bit. And I hope that you do get do get to meet her in real life because she's a delight. Um, and we're going to talk about her story and how the Lord's provided for her over the years. But before we do, we always ask our guests one question, and that is, what is a small thing that's brought you joy recently? Well, I will have to say that I have recently, within the past three and a half years, been blessed with grandchildren. Mm. So that is a huge source of joy. That's and so fun. Yeah. One of our fun, fun, fun experiences several times, you know, is for my granddaughter to call us up on FaceTime and oh. she's three and a half and she likes to give us the tour of her house again every and time. again, every time. Oh, that's so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Demonstrate the latest dance moves. And uh, <laughs> also every night she likes to run laps before she goes to bed to get out all the wiggles. Oh. So <laughs> we get to run laps with her virtually every On night. On the phone. <laughs> yes. I hope you're not prone to motion sickness. No. I think if I were well. watching that, I would get <laughs> a little dizzy. Yeah. But she has us just enraptured and we just love it. So That's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, next time she needs somebody else to call, just <laughs> have her call me up too, because that sounds adorable. Yeah. It's pretty fun. That's so sweet. Well, let's, um, I'd love for us to get to know you a little bit. Um, but for those of us who haven't had the joy of meeting you and hearing your story, um, Pam, where are you from? How'd you come to Texas? What uh, what should we know about you? Okay, well, I am not a native Texan. Mm-hmm. I grew up in Oregon, and um, sp- I guess I was there from about the time I was five till I went to college, and I ended up going to Baylor is how I got to Texas. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and never had even heard of it before, but a friend of my mother's said, I think you, that might be a good fit for you. Maybe look it up. So back in the days when there were the cal- uh, oh, college catalogs, catalogs I yeah. looked it up, and I thought, that but looks pretty good. Somebody in Oregon recommended Baylor yes, to you? Yes. And that's how you came to Baylor? It is. I did a just applied cold, never even you know had visited or anything. Oh and then, my goodness. Yeah. So I feel like that was probably one of those God things that he just kind of took over. I didn't yeah. know what I was doing and it turned out really well. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a lot of... That's a bold move. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. But... Uh, and so... Growing up, uh, we were kind of a church-going family, but Mm -hmm. it was a very rote, routine experience. I didn't really think that I had understood what a 
relationship with Jesus was. It was more of just learning Bible stories and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked church. I believed in God. I don't remember ever being, um, you know, having that moment of uh, of belief. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of. I've always been a believer. But my brother, my older brother, who um, was away in college, very, very much of a rebel during his teenage years, went to college and kind of had a born-again experience and would come home often and read the Bible with me. And I saw the huge change in his life, Mm. and that impacted me, and I kind of wanted what he had. And so we started going to his church as a family. And and really, I think that's where my my awareness of what a relationship with God could be, Mm. and that's kind of... That's incredible. Yeah, yeah that it's amazing. Not only did the Lord like change his life mm-hmm. in such a drastic way, but also how sweet that he used that relationship between the two of you. Yeah, and really my whole family. Mm-hmm. It made a, a really big difference for us all. Wow. Yeah. Did your family continue going to that church yes. after he went back to school? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. I love how he used your brother so specifically in your life mm-hmm. um, and how much that spurred you on in your relationship with the Lord and changed your family. Um, how do you think that the way the Lord orchestrated that, how did it spur you on in your faith? Um, and how did you begin to look for the Lord's work in your life? Well, I think um, part of the process for me was... Um, Joining a Bible study, you know, mm-hmm. kind of that, because I, I was kind of, you know, young and focused on college and my career and, you know, newlywed, all that kind of stuff. But I had a really good friend that asked me to go to a Bible study with her, mm-hmm. and it it was just life-changing for me because oh, wow. I'd never done an outside Bible study where you have to answer questions, listen to a lecture, read a lot, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I think for me, um, it just showed me that I could never get through life without being in God's Word. You know, so that that was huge for me. And um, if I'm in a period in between a Bible study or something, I, I lose sight, yeah. you know, and I start going my own way and everything. And it's never as good yeah. as if I'm in tune. So that that's a huge um, change in my life, just pursuing God and knowing that it, the only way I can, ses- can successfully pursue Him is if I'm in His Word. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. And I think there's something so sweet about meeting the Lord where He is. Mm-hmm. Um, and to know, obviously, He pursues us. And that's so clear in the way that He pursued your brother and your brother pursued you. And I love that picture. Um, but there's something really life-changing about being able to know where the Lord is in His Word and mm-hmm. and come to and run to Him there. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I think all the way you said that, that you couldn't not be in the Word. Like, you needed it. Yeah. Um, that's a a great testament of how the Lord changed you. Um, I've heard you say before um, that you, and I would never have thought about this, but you said that you've always been like a problem solver. (laughs) Um, And A, I would love to be a problem solver. (laughs) I feel like maybe I create more of the problems than solve them. But um, tell me more about that. What did being a problem solver or a fixer look like for you? Oh, yeah. It basically, so, you know, you've heard the the phrase of being a fixer or something. So, you know, any kind of problems that I was having or a family member's having, 
I wanted to go in and fix it. I thought I could. Mm-hmm. And that very uh, clearly became evident that I was trusting myself mm. and my own ways. And um, I think I had to understand what trust in God meant yes. to get me off of this fixing, you know, mm-hmm. problem-solving addiction that I had. <laughs> and I just know that I knew what I wanted. I knew what I thought was best. But after, again, being in the Word so much, looking at these people throughout history, that when they tried, it always backfired. It mm-hmm. never worked as well. So I thought, okay, you know, God, you're trying to teach me something that if I follow you and I trust you to solve my problems and lay them at your feet, it's going to turn out better. Wow. And so that... Um, I'm a slow learner. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you on that one. (laughs) Yeah. But over the course of many mistakes and many years, I know that His will for my life is way better than mine. Mm. It always... it And it may take a while. Yes. I I have learned patience through that, you know, and and trust me, I still battle that every day. You know, the first person I go to is almost always myself. Yes. So I have to to check that a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What a great... What a great insight into yourself to say, I almost always go back to myself first because that's something I'm going to take notice of next time I create my own problem and oh, yeah. <laughs> try to solve it. Oh, my goodness. So after you had that kind of realization that the Lord's will was better and you wanted to pursue that as opposed to trying to solve it yourself first, um, what did that look like for you practically in your life? Do you have an example of... I do. Um, One of the examples that I was thinking about was um, we had lived out in Alito for several years, Mm -hmm. and you know, kids are growing up out of school, that kind of thing. And I, I thought, well, I'm tired of driving into Fort Worth for everything I do. So let's let me make my life easier. Oh yes, (laughs) again, same thought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I thought, you know, I kind of planted that idea in my head and my husband's head, and then I thought, okay, back up. Let's start praying about it. Mm. And so we didn't really do anything but pray for a while. And then a friend of ours came along and said, um, hey, I know of this property that might be good for you. Um, Why don't you take a look at it? It's right in the heart of things in Fort Worth. If It would be very convenient to your husband's work, to what you do, um, church, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing. So we looked at it, and my husband had more of a... He's much more practical, has a better vision than I did. So he was on board before I was, but I thought, okay, I know that my husband's been praying. I've been praying, so I'm just going to sit back and let God and my husband kind of take the ball on this one. And the huge blessing of it was, after we had been there a short time, um, it was right around the corner from my mother-in-law and um, her husband at the time, who we adored. Um, Mike's my father. Uh, my husband's father had died when he was young, oh, yeah. a teenager. So this was um, his stepfather, and you know, just a wonderful man. But oh. he was so cute. He would come over all the time, just pop in and ah, visit us unannounced. You know, oh, just and it, that could be cute. It or was not. wonderful. It was okay, wonderful. Good. We loved it, and that way he grew grew closer to my girls and everything, but he died shortly after that, um, had a stroke and then a heart attack and passed away. And we were just so thankful that Mm. we were so close. And that was such a huge blessing to be able to enjoy him those years. I love that. And then shortly after that, my mother-in-law was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, wow. And she was all alone. Mm. And I'm, you know, she had two boys. And so she kind of needed a daughter in those days. Yeah. And it was the physical um, 
closeness of our homes, you know, just right around the corner that I could just be there for mm-hmm. her, take her to appointments, do all those things. And it was, um, it just changed our relationship. I thought we had a good relationship. I loved her, but I think you have that typical mother-in-law daughter thing where, you know, I felt like I had to be perfect, those mm-hmm. kind of things yes. and all of that. But she, um, that illness broke down barriers. Wow. And it was such a... She's a strong believer. She was the first one that ever invited me to Women in the Word here at Christ Chapel. <gasps> she was? Yes. Ah, oh, that and is so, great. That's yeah. A, that's really good. It was really great. I had you know, no idea of what extent that would do for my life. But the blessing was, is God just... Uh, he just he broke down those barriers. We were able to be open and honest with each other and just share precious time. Yeah. And I think my husband and his brother got to relax and have a lot of peace knowing that she was cared for yeah. by somebody that could be there because I was able to not be working at the time. So that was mm-hmm. really a blessing. That is a blessing. Yeah. And things that did you like, did you ever envision in your life that those are things that you would have thought? To pray for? Never in a million years. Yeah. You know, I had prayed. Uh, you know, there's always times you feel like, oh, am I, you know, am I getting her approval? Am I doing it right? Mm-hmm. You know, or is this my hard heart? You know, those kind of things. So I kind of prayed in general about that. Yeah. But I would have never prayed for something big to change. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she was such a strong lady. I thought she'd probably outlive me to begin with. Oh, my goodness. You know, I mean, yeah. just, just a wonderful, wonderful woman. But um, yeah. That came out of the blue. Mm-hmm. She was healthy. She was strong, and that diagnosis threw everybody for a loop. But yeah. God used it. Yeah, yeah. He uses for his glory. Every every bit of things. Yeah, in ways that we. I'm so grateful also that you were able to see the fruit of that mm-hmm. on this side of it because often it feels like, am I ever going to see the fruit of this? Like I know you're working, Lord, and I know mm-hmm. it's for your glory and our good. But do I get to see the fruit at the end of it? And now that you're here, and I don't know how many years have passed, but mm-hmm. what an incredible gift that the Lord not only orchestrated that for His glory, but also that He allowed you to see the good yeah. in those circumstances. And it was wonderful because I think my girls, um, I have two girls, they were really able to see that too. Mm. And they have a really strong sense of family and they, they got to see. And I, I'm certainly not boasting over anything I did, but it they were inspired and wanted to spend time with her. And that's just rich. Oh, absolutely. And there's something about seeing, I mean, obviously they care about you, Mm -hmm. but when they see you really devoting time, not only to your mother-in-law, but really in service to the Lord, um, that's going to have a huge and lasting impact. Oh, I love that. I'm so glad she invited you to Women in the Word too. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think about, when I'm thinking about my relationship, I have a I have a wonderful mother-in-law and I've prayed over that relationship for a long time in ways I was not anticipating. But I think about the fact that I never would have thought to pray specifically about closeness in relationships like that. Mm-hmm. Um, was that something that you found time praying about like when you were in the thick of it or was it something that the Lord just happened to bring? I think He just happened to bring it. I don't think that that was my my prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, my prayer was, um, you know, I love her. Please let me do the right thing for her. And it, just the closeness, it just kind of surprised me. Yeah. You know, it was just a very sweet blessing. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I, I had thought I was close mm-hmm. in a sense, but the, it just was further enhanced, yeah. you know. Yeah, I'm picking your brain for all the tidbits <laughs> of wisdom because I just think that when you when you find a, a story that's so rich with those little bits of goodness that, I mean, I can't duplicate it, but I mm-hmm. certainly can <laughs> pray for certain things um, in my life as well. And listener, I hope you're taking notes too because we should all be praying this way. Um, as you look back on that time, um, what was one way that you saw the Lord change your heart? Um, and I know he changed relationships and provided rich opportunities for your girls, but for your heart specifically, um, did he change some things in your heart while you were walking through that? I think he did. And one of the prayers that happened to, that I had been praying that happened to coincide with that time is... I don't know if it was a sermon I'd heard or just, you know, just reading in in the word, but I really struggled I think with judgment mm-hmm. and first impressions of people. So I was praying, okay God, you see each of us so individually for who we are, how you created us. So I want to start seeing people through your eyes, mm. you know, and not my own because yeah. mine are my filters not very good sometimes. <laughs> so I thought um I think when I started praying that, I was able to, you know, and speaking of that situation, I think I could see her as more of, okay, she's God's daughter. Mm. You know, this is yeah. this is His child, and I want to um, not look at her as my mother-in-law, yeah. not look at her as just an, an older, wiser woman, but as a daughter of, of the King yes. and how I can care for her. So I think He softened my heart. In that way, and probably also at the same time, it goes along with just giving me the endurance and the desire, mm. you know, to keep going when yeah. you know it gets hard and, yeah. it get, and you're tired. Yes. So yeah, physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, relationally tired, mm-hmm. and the Lord provides in those moments. I think yeah. so well. Um, I love how the Lord like so clearly like provided for you in those moments and really changed your heart and the hearts of those that were around you. Um, and I just wonder, have there been times when um, you've seen the Lord work in other people's lives and maybe circumstances you weren't initially involved in, but the Lord allowed you to be part of that process? Yes, I can think of, um, we have some really dear friends of ours and they were um, for years just really struggling in their marriage and um, both strong believers, you know, and so it was, it was a difficult situation for them. And so we had the privilege of praying with them and talking with them, but really watching God bring people and resources into their life to change expectations, change their hearts, you know, just provide um, new insights yeah. to their marriage and what it was designed to be. And Stronger than ever, a beautiful wow. result. And, um, you know, at times you you struggle for answers and then, you know, just watching God just kind of come in and do His thing. And and it's a success story. I and love that, that. that is a wonderful thing to have been able to witness. Yeah. And it's not, I, I think it's more common than the world would want us to think. Mm-hmm. But God really desires unity and reconciliation. And when we get to see that, I 
think it's worth celebrating and noting. And I'm so glad that you got to see that. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. It still is. It's a, it's a great. Yes. Yeah. And that's the great thing is yeah. that I'm assuming you're still in their lives. Oh, and yes. still get to see that. <laughs> that's so wonderful. Well, it's clear to those who know you and those of us who are just getting to know you that you really have a gift of turning things over to the Lord. May I say that? <laughs> um, I mean, you have a I very— try. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that I think you're really humble about it in the right way. But um, I love that you recognize the power that the Lord has and his, that trust that you've developed with Him over the years of really releasing things to Him. Um, have you been encouraged by other women that have walked with you? Yes, I have. I have such a neat story to tell on this. Um my youngest daughter uh, got engaged, and I happened to know um, her future's husband's parents. You know, we oh, kind of had a very a, kind of an acquaintance relationship. You know, for years, knew who mm-hmm. they were. But when they got engaged, his sweet mother mm-hmm. said, "Hey, would you like to maybe get together once or twice a month and pray for the kids? You know, as they get ready to start their life together." Oh, wow. And I was like, "Oh, I wish I'd thought of that first. <laughs> But, you know, of course I did, and it has yeah. been wonderful. And, you know, we didn't stop at those two kids. We pray for all of our kids mm-hmm. and all of our family. And it is such a rich time yeah. to get to be, you know, in in the same mindset as his mom. And we just love them and mm-hmm. want the best for their future. And it's just, a, it's so sweet to be able to, to pray. And she is a strong woman of faith. Mm. So her prayers... And her insight is just encouraging to me. Yeah, you know, I every time I walk away from our time together in prayer, I am, I am better, you know, and yeah. and feel a little bit more equipped for the week ahead, just for whatever the situation is. And I so, love that. Yeah, yeah. What she's an wonderful ministry to have. I mean, I mean, I wish that I, I wish that it would occur to me to ask another woman to pray along with me for something. Mm-hmm. I just love that she reached out and did that and that you responded, of course. Yeah, and, and they've been married a year and we're still praying together. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> we don't want to quit. I was going to say, I can't envision you guys quitting now. I like, don't think we will. No, 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 no. Now it's clear that the, that's what the Lord has for you guys uh, for yeah. the next several years, I think. Um, you also mentioned to me um, the first time that we met that you had been really spurred on and encouraged by a close friend of yours who spoke truth over you. Um, and as um, I do not like conflict, and when it comes to speaking <laughs> words of mm, encouragement in a different light, I tend to shy away. So I love these stories of when women have boldness and love to really speak truth into our lives. So could you share that story? I love it so much. Oh, gosh. Yes. Um you know, probably like a lot of us out there, one of my daughters, as she was growing up, had some really rebellious teenage years. Mm-hmm. And in my fix-it nature, you know, I thought it was up to me to mm-hmm. turn it around. Yep. And so I would just be banging my head against the wall, yeah. you know, just like everything I'm doing is not working. This is just so frustrating. I'm praying, God, are you not in it with me? And you know what? At this point, I'm not even sure there is a God, you know, just frustrated. So my friend, you know, Divinely, it was appointed to call me at the right time. And she goes, I, I think we need to have a phone call. And I'm like, okay, I'm just, okay. You know, I didn't really want to. <laughs> yeah. And so I just kind of ended up telling her all my feelings and my frustrations. And I was just so angry. And she says, I've known you a long time. Mm-hmm. 
and it's time to um, say the truth to you. You know better. Everything that you're saying is a bunch of baloney. Oh, and goodness. it's time for you to get up off your, you know, off your seat and back down onto your knees and pray. Wow. Because you know better. And um, she was so right. I didn't like hearing it. Yeah. You know, I kind of had to just swallow it and take it because I knew she was right. But I also knew at that moment that, oh, God, you sent her right at this moment when I'm so angry and I just so want to lash out. Mm-hmm. And she pointed me in the right direction. Wow. And she's done that over the years just for different things. Mm-hmm. And she's she's a rock. Yeah. You know, she's she speaks truth to me, and I appreciate that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so this is an impromptu question, so feel okay. free to not answer it. Okay. But <laughs> knowing that and seeing the evidence of that in your life and mm-hmm. being appreciative of it, have you been able to do that for other women in your life? You know, uh not as much as I would want to. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a little bit like you, a little bit of afraid of that confrontation. Yeah. If it's somebody now, I could give it right back to her if she's there struggling. Yeah. That's okay, mm-hmm. and maybe people in my family. But unfortunately, yeah. I hesitate sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's hard for me to do, and I, I can maybe say it in a roundabout way instead of being as direct as I should be. Yeah. So I need to work on that. Me too. <laughs> you, we'll hold each other accountable. Okay. To that. Good. <laughs> When was the last time that you were really blunt with somebody? <laughs> that won't be the question. I'll ask it in a different way. Okay. Um, okay, so I want to circle back because, first of all, I know it's such an important part of your life, but also because it brings me so much joy. And I know for a lot of our women, it brings them so much joy too. But can you just talk for a few minutes about Women in the Word and what that's looked like in your life and how the Lord's provided through Women in the Word? Yes, Um like I said, my mother-in-law invited me several mm-hmm. years, you know, before she passed away, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. And um, I had been praying during that time too, you know, just kind of God will put on your heart, you know, okay, it's time for you to quit just attending and maybe step up and find an area of service. So mm-hmm. I was praying about it. Did not know where it was going to come from, but I got a call from some of the women and women in the Word and asked me to lead a table, mm-hmm. and I was really nervous, you know, because it's you know, 10 women sitting at your table. I I didn't know if I was ready, but intellectually, I had done enough study to know that when God calls you to do something, He will equip you. Yeah. So I decided to take it on, you know, after praying about it and trusting Him. And it has just um, been wonderful Mm. to to kind of be on the other side of that and see how um, the, just really get to know the women, you know, you know, either at the table or in leadership, and the way that I can actually, uh, I think I, I was surprised that I could love other women that much. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't, that sounds kind of weird. I, I get totally what you're saying, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, but I think when you see women being transparent and vulnerable in studying God's Word, it, it is a just a tangible way that you just begin to love and care for them. Yeah. And it has just been wonderful, and I've mm-hmm. I've don't want to you know take that for granted yeah. because I felt like God called me there, and He has blessed me yeah. with that, and um, I feel like um, I get to see the fruit of His provision not only in my life there, but in in the women that are praying for something maybe all year long, mm-hmm. and how God will come alongside them, and it's not just one or two, you know, it could be a whole table or yeah. you know just something, and it's it's wonderful, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a it's a totally different experience when you get to walk alongside that number of women for that amount of time. 
Yeah. Um, because you really do. There's something about seeing people throughout different seasons of the year and really different seasons of their lives that, I mean, it allows for so many opportunities to see what the Lord is doing. And I love how um, you go in in the fall as strangers. Mm. A lot of times you don't know these people. Yeah. And I also love there's, there's multi-generations sitting at your table. Mm-hmm. And I love the young girls. I love the older ladies and what we learn from each other. And, you know, it's just a few weeks until you're not strangers anymore. Yeah. And and that just, I mean, your, your, your friendship of sisters in Christ just expands every year. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love how much you shared about how personal and kind God has been in providing these things. Um, and it starts, you know way back with that experience with your brother and how personal that was for the Lord to use somebody in your family um, and how personal it was you getting to spend that time with your mother-in-law. Um, and that's just been the most beautiful transition, I think. Maybe not in those moments when mm-hmm. the change is happening, but at mm-hmm. the end of it, it sure does It sure does bring um, a sense of beauty and awe. Um, but for those of us who might be listening um, and doubt God's provision, or we may be doubting that He desires good things for us. Um, we may think that He doesn't want to provide what we think we need. Um, what would you say to somebody who maybe has those doubts to encourage them? I think that when we're in different cir- difficult circumstances or you know feeling oppressed by some darkness mm-hmm. or you know, situation um, where you're kind of floundering or just just worn down. I feel like we're we're struggling under a weight that won't let up. Yeah. You know, it, it's a physical kind of weight, and it, um, we often tend to focus on that situation or that issue. Mm. It can be all consuming, and we we try to get out of things um, because we want them easier. So we look for a lot of visible solutions, mm-hmm. you know, or, or ways to do it. And a lot of times, you know, you hear that statement where people will say, oh, it's okay. God won't give us more than we can bear. And He does yeah, all the time. And I had made the mistake of, as a younger woman, saying those things. And I actually went to a friend of mine that whose husband was a pastor, and I called him up one day, and I said, where's that scripture? I know it's in there somewhere. And he goes, <laughs> nope, nope, it's, it's not. Not, <laughs> not in there. You will not find it. No. That's right. And so I'm thankful for those situations that are more than we can bear because that points us back to God. Yeah. And so I think about that Matthew um, 1130, where God says, take on my yoke. Mm. You know, it is easy and my burden is light. So when I'm trying to wear my yoke alone mm. or link it up with some self-help book or, or you know, some shrink on TV or whatever, it's, it's heavier. And so I have to remember that I take up the yoke of Christ. He's going to carry it for me. Mm-hmm. He's given me a well-marked-out path to follow. Mm. And if I stay on it, yeah. it's, going to be, it's going to be okay. It might take a while, but it will lead me forward in hope. And if I, if I rely on my own wisdom, I'm going to lose sight of Jesus and His best for me. Yeah. You know, I start thinking my best for me, and it never is. Yeah. Um, but I just think that... Um, with anything we're walking through, if we remember that He's our strength, we we can find that contentment and we can find that peace, even in those tough circumstances. Yeah. And that's a big, I think that's a big statement. Um, 
it's easy to say when you're not in the middle of that, you know, oh, yes, I have, you know, hope in the Lord. But really, when you have walked through a difficult circumstance or something that the Lord has provided that you just don't see, wow, how is this for my best? Um, But to really be able to know and trust that the Lord does have a better and perfect path. Mm-hmm. Um, and he desires, you were talking about taking up Christ's yoke. And I mean, what better thing to be yoked to mm-hmm. than the man who bore our sin and leads us into righteousness? Yeah. Why wouldn't we want to be yoked to him? Um, it is it is a good, good thing. Okay, so we've talked all about the Lord and his provision. I just want to ask you one more question um, about... Um, something good that the Lord has provided for all of us, and that is his word. Um, What is your favorite scripture? Or what is something that you've been learning in scripture recently that um, just points back to him? Kind of, you know, um, my life motto for several years has been found in 2 Corinthians 4, 17 through 18. And I'm just going to read it because I wrote it out here. But this, this I really take to heart. Um, It says, For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look to the things that are seen, as, as, excuse me, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are temporary, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Mm -hmm. And it's that whole eternal perspective yeah. That that just keeps bringing. If I can live life with that eternal perspective, I will do better than focusing on what the problems are of today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I've ever heard anybody talk about, I mean, really, this conversation is about the Lord's provision, but I mean, just hearing you frame this um, as a provision of the Lord instead of a this is my struggle or this is my suffering. I don't think at any point during any of our conversations, you even mentioned it, but that's what in our, in my sinful nature, I would say, oh, what a struggle. Oh, what a terrible circumstance. But I love that you've put it in its right place that the Lord provides so perfectly um, with that eternal perspective in mind that he is preparing you for, for glory ultimately Mm -hmm. with him. So I'm really grateful for you, Pam. I'm, I know the women in our church are so grateful for you too. Um, and I hope that um, if you haven't met Pam, you get to meet her soon because she's a delight. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> and I'll pray and thank God for you right now. Um, Lord, I am so grateful for Pam. I'm grateful for the way that you pursued her and brought her um, to a place where she um, truly delights in you and in your word um, and in the relationships that you brought into her life. I thank you for the good work that you do um, in us and through us and that we get to be part of that um, encouragement in each other's lives. Um, I ask that you would give us um, a desire to know you and run to you um, in all the circumstances in our life, Lord, but that mostly we would delight in who you are, and that is our perfect Father who provides exactly what we need um, to worship you and be delighted in you. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more episodes, be sure to follow Encouraged and Equipped.